Hi, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Release. I'm your host, Adriana, and I'm so honored and grateful that you've taken the time to listen to what I have to say. And today, I want to talk about God and the idea of God and expanding our idea of source and what a higher power really looks like. So for me personally, my first introduction to God, a higher power, was through religion. It was through Christianity. And through my time in Christianity, really learning and um, really for most of my life, for a majority of my life, that was my uh, a spiritual path. It wasn't one that I chose but it was one that was you know I was kind of born into my family everyone in my family is Christian and even if they don't necessarily claim to be Christian they still loosely follow the idea of Christianity so for me after a while of uh learning about Christianity and watching church people and watching how let's say that the ordained soul bishop the pastors deacons etc how they behaved in accordance to the word and what they emphasized and what they didn't really talk about stuff like that I realized that religion in itself really does limit the perception of divinity and i just want to clarify that what i'm talking about is from my own perspective which is christianity and i know that some people i've talked to people that are uh, muslim so i can say that uh, from what from the conversations i have had that other abrahamic faiths abrahamic religions also share this similar sentiment that religion is it causes you to look at life in a really limited perspective and honestly makes you look at yourself in a really limited way because when you are offered the idea of God as a baby Christian, when I say baby, um, it doesn't have to be a child for me. Like I said, I was born into it, so I was a baby. But some people, whenever they discover this religion, um, you are basically told Jesus died for your sins. And basically now your life goal is to appease and to follow the commandments and to follow the law quote unquote the law of the bible so that you will get to go to heaven and the goal of being alive is not to enjoy the experience as a human and to figure out what you want to do your goal as a human is basically not important in this realm it's just about doing the right thing being the right thing and getting to heaven and that really threw me and so throws me for a loop because if you are living for something 
right? You spend your whole life. Let's say that you are alive for 80 years and you are born into this religion. And for 80 years, your only goal is to get to heaven. So you do all the things that you're supposed to do. And you're supposed to be fulfilled with just this concept. And on your deathbed, you feel as though you haven't really lived your life. Because in reality, you really haven't lived your life. Christianity... Um, or what I have learned again, I am not, I did not go to, um, to Bible school. This is just about my own experience and what I have picked up over the years. I'm not going to say, oh, all that I'm saying is fact and it's written in stone. I'm just saying things based on my own experience. But I feel as though people will end up you know, living their life and getting to that end stage and being like, I haven't done anything for myself, feeling unfulfilled, but I guess fulfilled in the sense that you believe that you're going to go to heaven, which I feel like living for something that you cannot see can't really be beneficial because you're saying, okay, at the end of what I can see, at the end of this life that I'm currently living, I can't partake because Christianity is very um, very specific about separating the world and those that are not in the world. So Christians, separating uh, they from us, just a lot of um, separation. And to me, what I have seen is that separation is one of the largest control tactics because if you pit people against each other, then they don't really have the time to see that like all they're fighting for is oh i'm right i'm right you're wrong i'm right constantly without even recognizing how right and wrong isn't the priority right now i feel like my priority is about feeling good and feeling aligned with my own moral compass and i feel like a lot of people um I have heard people say it's a really it's always a very strange argument it's always sort of like oh but if we didn't have the bible or if we didn't have insert governing text here then people would go crazy we would be killing we would be stealing we would be uh committing adultery we would be going wild like we need this and my question is always are those things that you enjoy are those things that you think, oh my God, I need to hurt someone or I need to do this thing? Are those things that you think about in your day-to-day life? If those are things that you think about in your day-to-day life, uh, mm, I think you have bigger fish to fry. Because I think, I would hope for the average person, those aren't things that... Um, that we are really thinking about. Even for me, like, I think about the things that I did as a child, even before I had any real understanding of what I should 
be doing or how I should present myself. Of course, my parents had a very large say in how I presented myself in the world as a child. But I don't think that I ever, I don't remember ever really having the urge to do things that are so wild and outlet quote unquote outlandish because I wasn't able to comprehend the Bible or comprehend the commandments or whatever. So I feel like that is always a very interesting conversation to have because it boils down to who are you when no one else is watching? Who are you when you are just allowed to be? Because I feel like Christianity, what I've experienced, is that you get to kind of ignore accountability. And I think that is one of the reasons why people may bring up this sort of argument is that if I were to do the thing, because in Christianity, it's sort of, like oh jesus died for my sins so therefore you know we are all we are all cleansed whatever you know you get baptized and you go to heaven so it's sort of like oh i do this thing then i can go repent and i'm good i'm back on track so it's sort of like i can do all these things and all i have to do is beg for forgiveness and then all is good i'm i'm right back to where I need to be right there's no real reason to really really take accountability because whatever you do is forgiven like there's no consequences for whatever you do and I just that sort of rubs me the wrong way because yes you're not supposed to walk around with guilt and shame and I've talked about it on here but I think there's a difference between understanding and owning up to what you have done and working to be a better person versus just saying oh yeah I stole um but you know I am covered in the blood of Jesus so I'm just gonna go home do a little repenting prayer do a little this a little that and then you know, call it a day, next day, new me. I feel like that allows Christians to be arrogant and, um, I'm not gonna say Christians. It can cause people to be a little bit arrogant and be on like this, this little high horse. I feel like that's one of the reasons why I have said that I find Christianity to be a little bit hypocritical because there are people that you know they do certain things that they're condemning other people other people doing but because they have asked for forgiveness because they have repented they believe that they are in a better position than the person that is currently quote-unquote struggling with what is going on and honestly besides that whole idea Another thing that I have recognized with my, as I said, introduction to God with Christianity is that the idea of God is also rooted in fear. 
because you're given the ultimatum it's either you want to go to heaven or you want to go to hell you either want to live an eternal life or you want to go to hell and burn for eternity and any person that is you know of sound body and mind i would hope that they would choose heaven like there really is no choice honestly and truly but that is such a strange ultimatum to give someone it's sort of like if you do bad things and you don't follow the rules of this one path then you're doomed to eternal damnation which we can definitely have an episode about my understandings of heaven and hell and how i feel that um, things make more sense but even in that um conception of heaven and hell it is also limited in the sense that heaven they talk about old streets of gold and this and that and whatever and gold is only precious to humans i don't think gold holds the universal value as it would hold on earth which means that streets of gold and streets of tin streets of copper whatever the metal it it would be would be of the same value right and then if you think of heaven or if you think of hell and burning in hell for eternity what would burn like in the sense that our bodies are left on earth and our souls are let's say our souls are sent to heaven or hell what part of us would be burning we feel all of our um all of our touch is found in the skin we have to be alive to feel so what would be burning those those are just questions that i have that um i feel like really kind of squashes the rhetoric of heaven and hell period but if you think about it like that it's just a very strange thing to build your life around or build your life towards because you don't know what it is and if you aren't living this life that you currently have and you are expecting to live this luxurious life after you're dead i don't think it's fair to you i'm not saying that you have to go out and you have to party and you have to do all the rebellious quote-unquote things to live a good life i'm just saying that you should be able to choose what you do without fear of you know someone holding like a poker over you and being like you have to do the bad thing blah 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 or a little angel or a little devil on your shoulders or whatever it is whatever however you see it however you can conceptualize it i just feel like those two things being given to you especially at a young age really messes with you and it causes you to have a lot of fear and a lot of christian children are even conditioned to be like oh you have to obey your parents kids that don't obey their parents go to hell things like that sometimes it's not said in that um in that direct way but it is implied and children are very smart and 
then that becomes oh a fear of the parent and it's just a lot of fear that we don't condone we want to live our lives in ways that are the least amount of fear that we can hold at a point if that makes sense like I don't want to say oh we have to live our lives fearless because we're humans and we are going to have little anxieties and little fears that come up but it's also important that we try our best to live our lives unapologetically right and not scared of what outcome there's gonna be as long as we are like okay i'm doing this for myself and i'm not harming anyone i'm not harming myself i'm doing this out of my own desire to do it and i don't care if other people approve of it you go ahead and do it and i really hope that you are very 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 happy with your decisions and also another thing about god and being in god let's say in god in understanding in exploring a higher power i realized that the god that was being shown to me in church was a man in the sky it was my conception was there are a lot a lot of pictures of jesus with like white robes long hair a beard and him being a man and although jesus i believe was one of the prophets just like the buddha just like muhammad of islam there were people that existed human beings but god the conception of god is beyond our understanding I feel like limiting, even limiting God limits your ability to connect with God. Because for me, after I threw out the idea of their um, being like, God has to be like this and the Christian God and blah, blah, blah. I recognized that this whole thing is not about separation. It's about the unity. It's that God is everything and God is everywhere. So... The God of Christianity and the God of Islam and the God of the Hindus and the God of all religions, beliefs, etc. I believe that they all hold the pieces to the puzzle. That if it's not a different puzzle piece, it may be a puzzle piece flipped a different way. It may be painted a different way. Because a lot of the things, once you read into it and once you begin to connect the dots, it's a story that may you know take a little twist and turn whatever but the story normally has you know similar beginnings similar endings a little asterisk beside that but similar endings and then key points within the story that are connected so i think that it's so important for us to 
look at God more than just a man in the sky because I'm not connected to a man in the sky, especially if we're thinking about Jesus and if he's the portrayal of what Christianity could be. I could not ever worship a white man in the sky because that's the perception. I know that if Jesus actually walked the earth or let's say that we believe that he did walk the earth as we may believe that we have evidence of the Buddha, um, these people walked the earth and i don't believe that jesus jesus was white but i don't think that it's more about skin color i think it's just about the fact that this is a man and this is a mortal being and jesus was a messenger like i said just like muhammad just like the buddha messengers whose messages should be carried on through the ages and should be taken through there's always a lot of metaphor and there's always a lot of things that are put into spiritual texts that need to be decoded and i think because a lot of christians take the bible as here are the words um la 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 this is what you're supposed to do they're not taking in context they're not taking in um so time context is is always really important also about um looking at the way that our society exists now versus then so of course time like i just said but there are a lot of different things that have changed and um spirit source higher power knows that it was going to change and we need to adapt and align ourselves with that and use our little brains that we've been given to decode what has been said because eternal knowledge never changes it's just that it is kind of like water it reshapes and it takes the shape of the container that it has to take in that moment so definitely reshaping our idea of what god even looks like even using pronouns like he she when i talk about the universe i use they them pronouns i've even read a book i think it was a book uh by rumi and i actually can't specifically remember so i think it was rumi but i don't 100 percent remember but the author of the book was saying that God can even be referred to as it. And that may be blasphemous for some people, but it can be so many things. You describe the ocean as it. You can describe the moon as it. It is just a way. It's just a word. It's just a descriptor, an adjective, a pronoun. I use the wrong word. It is a pronoun to really be able to conceptualize what God is. So whatever pronouns you use, whatever you're comfortable with, uh, whatever name you're comfortable with, please use it because you are referring to the same thing. And I also had to recognize that within realizing that god wasn't just a he or some people say god is a woman or a she or they them or whatever pronouns like we just went through i feel like 
we only stop at seeing oh not only a lot of us stop seeing god at a just higher level god lives in the heavens the sky whatever and looks down on me and we are separated so god looks down on me and sees me and loves me but we are not connected in any way which i believe is so false and is also another limiting belief because god exists within us and again another thing that may be a little blasphemous to some people but god exists within us the creator exists within the creation and god created us as an extension of divinity right we are literally limited divinity the word hue man when broken apart hue is the name one of the names of god and man refers to being a human with a limited life source so we are god and human com- and the man so the limited being combined so when you begin to see god within yourself you begin to treat yourself better you begin to recognize that I'm also a divine being and there's also divinity within me. So I need to make sure I'm keeping up with my self-care. I need to make sure that I'm talking to myself nicely. I need to make sure that I am eating correctly. I need to make sure that I'm drinking lots of water. I am um, going into nature. All of those things. Treating ourselves as temples and then once you start to see yourself as a divine being you start to realize and recognize the divinity within other people there is a mayan phrase that um is in la kesha la kin and it means i am you you are me so creation is the mirror where we see ourselves we are the only way that god is able to see and explore existence because we are the only beings that are able i'm not saying that we're the only beings in the universe i'm just saying that humans as far as we know we are the only beings on this side of the universe that are able to exist on an earth that has so much biodiversity we have so much choice we have such a beautiful beautiful home and once you recognize that god is within us god is within the people around us god is within the trees god is within everything in the earth god is within our food god is within all of it we will begin to respect the earth We'll begin to respect others. We'll begin to love others. We'll begin to be more kind and be more empathetic because God can show up in so many different ways. And our whole existence is about finding out what this experience is like. Searching for your real, true, honest, deepest desires. Searching for what you love. Searching for how to be better 
day by day. We are not here to stick to a specific timeline. Yes, we may believe in destinies and what is to be is to be. But besides that, you're here to experience what it is like to be human. How it feels to be God within a limited sense. How do you access your divinity within that humanity and um for some people it may be oh i meditate and meditation looks different for everyone meditation has a different name for everyone um some may say oh i pray but prayer um meditation can also be prayer there's so many other names that can be the same thing so it is so 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 important for us to explore ways in which we can connect to ourselves because connecting to yourself is literally a direct connection to spirit direct connection to source direct connection to a higher power and that's really all that i want to say I think that we should just take some time during these next few weeks, during this month, because it is a new month, Happy July. It is so important for us to take some time for ourselves. As much time as we are able to give. And then if it's five minutes, you stick with that five minutes, you create a daily practice around spending five minutes meditating or five minutes just being silent, or five minutes listening to a video about spirituality, or meditating, or whatever it is, you take that time and you create it into a specific and consistent routine. And just watch how things will slowly start to come to the surface and you will realize the beauty and the magic in existing because existence is so magical and you are magic we are all magic and i'm so happy that you are here and i love you so 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 much and i'll catch you in the next episode bye